Clubhouse just turned one on March 17th, but everyone seems to be gunning for them with their own version of Clubhouse in some way. On the last show, 406, I talked about Twitter Spaces, which has actually improved a lot more even since that show a month ago. Facebook has indicated that they're building their own. And in this episode, I want to talk more about new entrants from Discord and yes, Microsoft's LinkedIn, as well as Spotify's entrance into the game and Telegram trying to say, hey, remember me too. It's not an April Fool's joke, but this is Dan York with episode 407 of the Dan York Report. So let's first jump on to Discord. And if you haven't been paying attention to messaging systems or or gaming or such, you may not have been following Discord too much, but it's been around for a while now and has been used very heavily within the gaming community for text chats and also audio chats. Providing always-on voice channels has been part of the core offering of what Discord has offered for years now. People have been expanding the use of Discord outside of gaming and to many other forms. I've had a number of organizations, other people that I know who use Discord as their kind of, you know, Slack replacement in so many ways for what they're doing in that space. But it's hard. It's DNA has come out of the gaming world where people used it. And so in many ways, what they're now offering, something called stage channels, makes a whole lot of sense. It fits in with what's what's going on because basically it's a voice channel with moderation. So you're able to go and, and set up a channel as a stage, and then you get something that looks a lot like Clubhouse. You can be able to go and have people come up on stage, people can speak, people can raise their hand, people can interact, they can do all of that kind of thing as you would in Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, other pieces like this. Now, of course, a cool part for Discord is that it is already out on Windows, Mac OS, Linux, iOS, Android, and just a web app. And so for all the people who are dealing with the fact that Clubhouse is still only on iOS and Twitter Spaces is on iOS and now Android, but not on others, all of those things, Discord comes with this right out of the, right out, you know, it's there. It's just out of the gate. It's going. So that's a cool piece. Now, the one difference, of course, is that Discord is all about private channels and pieces. There isn't some kind of overall discovery mechanism like you have in Clubhouse, where you go in and you can see the pieces. You join a Discord server. You join that kind of thing, and it's a set of channels, like a Slack team or something like that, where you're part of it. So it doesn't quite have that same discovery mechanism. But for people using Discord, for people working with that, they will have the ability to go and have these staged channels in some way. Now, it mentions one of the articles, I think from TechCrunch, mentioned that the uh, you can have your community server, you can apply to be featured in the server discovery menu, you know, that type of thing. But again, it's really focused on these, you know, private groups and then communities, community servers that you're part of in some way. But if you're interested in this kind of thing, you know, that's that's a, a space that's coming on. Discord's grown quite a lot. And in fact, the, a lot of the rumors have been floating around right now, including articles in the Wall Street Journal, talk about Microsoft being in talks to acquire them potentially for up to $10 billion. Let's see. We'll see where that all goes. But speaking of Microsoft, Microsoft's LinkedIn property also confirmed that it was working on a clubhouse rival as well. Now, in their case, they didn't announce it. They didn't do anything. By the way, let's back up and say the Discord stuff, the stage channels, that's all available today. No waiting. It's there. You can do it now. 
according to what we're seeing about here. But anyway, somebody else was reverse engineering actually some aspects of the LinkedIn mobile app and discovered that there were some pieces in there that looked like a clubhouse rival. LinkedIn then went on to actually confirm that and say that it is in fact looking to do that. Now, LinkedIn has been doing an awful lot lately to try to encourage people to go and, and create more on its platform. They rolled out stories, for instance, that worked on the, unfortunately, only on the iOS mobile app. They've also gone and done other things to improve the uh, the activity feed. They're doing a lot more with live streaming through their LinkedIn Live in their video streaming type of space It's there. They're doing all of those kind of things. They also just came out with a new creator mode where you can set your profile so that people can follow you instead of connecting with you. And so becoming, again, much more like the other social media sites or services out there. So where LinkedIn thinks that they can play, where they're a little bit different, is that they're they're saying, well, here, let's give a quote from Susie Owens, the spokesperson, who said, we're doing some early tests to create a unique audio experience connected to your professional identity. So part of their thought seems to be that they can, because you're in your professional identity as part of LinkedIn, you may want to go and connect that you'll feel more comfortable speaking, communicating, doing the kinds of things that are there. They also can bring in moderation tools that they've already done in LinkedIn Live. They're, uh, they're doing the kind of things like that. From the picture, which all we have is a mock-up that LinkedIn provided as well as one that the the person the, who did the reverse engineering had kind of mocked up. The, the mock-up, again, shows people speaking, shows people listening, shows some controls to raise hands, very much like Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, all of these different things like this. Now, you know, given so many professionals are using LinkedIn in different ways, and, and you know, I do see people doing a good bit more there, we could see this as something that could be brought in and used as part of the the LinkedIn work that you're doing. Now, they also suggest, the spokesperson from LinkedIn said, and we're looking at how we can bring audio to other parts of LinkedIn, such as events and groups, to give our members even more ways to connect to their community. You could see this as something that could be brought into a group. Remember those LinkedIn groups? You could be able to go inside there and have an event that was there for it or a, a kind of thing around that. You know, if you were setting up an event, doing those kind of things. Now, there's no time frame. This is just something that, you know, was was discovered, was, you know, confirmed, all of that. And people are, you know, continuing to look at that. So we'll see. We'll see where Microsoft brings all this with LinkedIn. But then again, of course, the other big player that's out there, the the giant, a giant player in the podcasting and audio space is Spotify. You know, starting out in music as they did. But then in building a huge subscription base, huge repertoire of music, and then jumping into podcasts in a major way, you know, acquiring different studios, acquiring Anchor, doing all these things, becoming this huge destination for podcasts. The announcement that they had this week was that they are acquiring Betty Labs, B-E-T-T-Y, Betty Labs, which is the creators of Locker Room which is a, a social audio, a live audio app that's focused around fan talk around sports. I admit that back when I was starting to play with Clubhouse a little bit, I'd heard that there was locker room that could work and that you could join into conversations around uh, sports and things like that. 
my immediate reaction, I, I haven't actually ever tried locker room for two reasons. One, unless it's curling, I'm not super interested in sports. And also, I've been in enough locker rooms in my time. I don't really want to have the conversations that have happened in many locker rooms. So there's a naming disconnect for me. But anyway, Spotify bought this app because, as they've said, they some of their creators and fans have been asking for live formats on Spotify. So we'll see. What they said is that, uh, here, I'll read a quote. It says, Spotify will evolve and expand Locker Room into an enhanced live audio experience for a wider range of creators and fans. Through this new live experience, Spotify will offer a range of sports, music, and cultural programming, as well as a host of interactive features that enable creators to connect with audiences in real time. We'll give professional athletes, writers, musicians, songwriters, podcasters, and other global voices opportunities to host real-time discussions, debates, Ask Me Anything, AMA sessions, and more. Which is actually interesting because LinkedIn also talked about having AMA sessions. I, yeah, maybe people just think this is something that we need to have in some space. But regardless, the key point is you know, Spotify is getting into the live audio space as well. You know, much more in that kind of kind of realm. So we'll have to see. This acquisition is, I guess, happening, working. I'm I'm not exactly clear about the exact status of it, but it is underway. They've announced this, and they're looking to go and and do much more and and change this uh, this locker room into something more. Who knows? Maybe it'll evolve into something that gets built into the Spotify app in some way. I don't know. Maybe it'll continue to exist separately. Maybe Locker Room will be the sports version and they'll have some other name. Who knows? We'll have to see what they can do in some way. Which leads me to the last player that I'll mention here, which is Telegram, the messaging app. As we continue to see this blurring between messaging and audio and social audio, all these different pieces of things. Telegram back in December uh, brought out voice chats, which lets you go and have voice conversations on top of your your just messaging system and the pieces that were there and some different ways to go and work with that. But now they've, uh, they've brought out a new version, voice chats 2.0, which essentially adds moderation on top of that. So it's not, it's a little different, but you can have moderation again, looking like clubhouse. Okay. Where you can go and be able to have, um, you know, speakers, you can raise hands, you can do some things like that. You can also share the links out so that you can invite people to come and be part of your voice chat. You can do those kind of things. You can also record the chats, you know, so you could be able to save that, which I think would be something that you'll see. Again, I think the idea of the live audio into podcast is something that, uh, that is an interesting aspect. You know, in fact, right now I'm streaming this on Twitch. So, and I'm, but I'm not paying attention to chat. Nobody else is in there. So I'm not having an engaging, you know, exercise. But the fact is, if I could and do that, invite guests in, work with that very much like you can do in Twitter spaces, Clubhouse, whatever else, but then record it as a podcast episode and get that out. That's a pretty interesting thing. I know there's another startup, um, I think it's Mark Cuban's Fireside, that is also doing the same kind of thing where you could go and have the chat and then record it. So lots of good stuff going on um, out here in these different kinds of ways. So stay tuned. This whole thing around social audio, which my good friend Randy Randall 
uh, reminded us has been going on for years. We used to do this stuff with TalkShoe. We used to do this stuff with other kinds of apps way back in the earlier days of the social world. So this is kind of just re bringing all of that forward, making it more accessible through mobile apps and mobile ways and different kinds and going on from there. So let's see. I'd be very curious to see where it goes. While I'm here, let me just have one other thing. There's a really good article I'll have in the in uh, the show notes around um, Club. It's an article on Slate. It says Clubhouse, the shift to spoken social media and the voices that will be silenced and mentioned that all of this move into audio may be great, but it does have an effect on people who have challenges speaking. Now, specifically, the author was talking about people who may stutter, but it's also true for people who, for whom, you know, English may not, if, if you're, or whatever the language is, may not be their primary language. There are, you know, challenges around that, that, uh, you know, that are the natural kind of piece that are part of using audio versus text. Something just to keep in mind as we all rush down this road in so many different ways. I don't know. On another hand, one of my continuing thoughts is how are people going to listen to all of these different things? Like I have a hard enough time with all of the work I'm doing, just even listening to some of the podcasts I listen to or trying to listen to Twitter spaces or, or clubhouse now and then, but with all of these other ones coming on, are we really going to have a chance to listen or is this going to be something where it goes into you know, the bigger ones survive, you know, who, what, who will be the players to come out of all of this? Let's see, let's see where they go. Let's see what they develop. Let's see what happens and where this all goes. I would really uh, love to hear comments and feedback. You can leave them at soundcloud.com slash Dan York, where I post this or anywhere out on social media. I tend to be on Twitter a lot. You can find me there as Dan York. I'm on Mastodon as Dan York at mastodon.social. You can find more of my audio and writing in general at danyork.me. And if you found this episode helpful or interesting, you'd like somebody to come on to your podcast and talk more about this or be a speaker or uh, join a Twitter space or come on to a clubhouse stage or one of these, please uh, just drop me a note, comment, contact me at danyork on Twitter or dan at danyork.org. Either way, you can reach me there. We have a choice of how we evolve all of this. What's our choice of futures in our connected world? We need to choose wisely, and I love talking about all of this stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.